0: This uh, is Damian Lillard from Portland to Milwaukee. Woj, give us the details and all the players involved in this trade. Uh, Jay, blockbuster deal that lands the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Attentacupo. all NBA guard Damian Lillard. It's a three-team trade uh, that brings Lillard to the Bucks. Portland got a tremendous haul back. Uh, including DeAndre Ayton uh, from the Phoenix Suns, uh, Drew Holiday from the Bucks, an unprotected uh, 2019 or 2029 Milwaukee first-round pick, and a couple of unprotected pick swaps: uh, Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson. They go to a Suns uh, team uh, that was ready to move on from Ayton. They certainly saved some money with Nurkic, but a, a, you know, a very good veteran center. But I think for Portland now, they're going to look to move on Drew Holiday. He could be a free agent next year. You know, they are rebuilding with really a terrific group of young guards. And now this deal and the return for the Blazers, you know, you can't really fully constitute it until you see now what they can get for Drew Holiday, who's certainly a championship-level point guard, multi-time all-star. And now for the Milwaukee Bucks, though, Uh, This is an organization that made the Drew Holiday trade a few years ago to pair with Giannis Antetokounmpo, won a title. And now they may have very well have extended their window with Giannis by bringing in Damian Lillard, a player that Giannis uh, was determined to play with. And this was, I think, the relationships with Joe Cronin, the Portland GM, John Horst uh, in Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee stayed in this, trying to find a deal and trying to find the assets that would allow them to land Lillard, and they do it. And so now, uh, certainly, Milwaukee makes itself a favorite uh, in the East, bringing in Lillard, who has four years left on his deal. Obviously, asked for the trade uh, back in early July. He wanted the Miami Heat. I'm told that Portland and Miami never seriously engaged and got any real traction in talks. Uh, Portland did not love what Miami had to offer them. And now they land in DeAndre Ayton, a young center who fits the timeline uh, with this very athletic Portland group they're putting together. And remember now, Damian Lillard, as he goes back to the Bucks, he'll be reunited with his former head coach in Portland, Terry Stotts, who is now uh, an assistant coach on new coach Adrian Griffin's staff in Milwaukee. <laughs> Willing to rewash a movie. Oh, hell yeah! Hell yeah! Quick, quick, quick. Spoppery banana.
1: He plop, He's don't gonna ag- aggregate this. Lillard, long range three. A, their defense is atrocious. atrocious. John Passer, the rock star. Right on
0: the cowboy. People. People. Tiso, Tiso is the official watch of the NBA.
2: Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation.
0: I'm, I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos.
3: You know, we love China. We love the Air.
2: It comes a dunk.
0: Shut
1: up and listen. You think you're better than me? Bye.
2: Hey friends, it's Chris. Welcome back. Quick finger two at the top of the show, then we'll dive in. Swish FM is back. The NBA season is around the corner, so Ben, Whammy, and I are excited to dive in. We've been putting together a few preseason preview episodes. And naturally, just as I was doing that, Damian Lillard was traded at the end of the day yesterday, literally as I was finishing the edit on this episode that you're about to listen to. So stand by for some thoughts on Lillard and how all of that affects things for the Bucks and Blazers and Heat and Suns and really every other team in the league. God knows by the time I'm recording this little blurb here, I'm sure Drew Holiday has already been uh, triangulated to a third or a fourth or a fifth team. But um, yeah, I promise something more fleshed out in time. But yeah, just initial thoughts off the top of my head um, about the Lillard thing is just, wow. I mean, I can't, believe it. I mean I, I guess I always thought Milwaukee made sense as a destination for Damian Lillard. I thought about the Bucks as a place that Kyrie actually could go maybe like a year ago when he was on the trade block. They're one of the few teams I think in the NBA that's like always in title contention and they have needed a volume score at the guard position. They're like one of the very few teams that has like a vacancy there. But it's still shocking, no less. One, because Lillard seemed hell bent on getting to Miami without much interest of going anywhere else. And then, two, the Bucs had, you know, a really good point guard in Drew Holiday, a guy with whom they've already won an NBA championship. So this is a big gamble. I mean, Drew Holiday is a two-time NBA All Star, five-time All Defensive Team player. He's averaged close to twenty points per game and six or seven assists, going on like seven, eight seasons now. But For the Bucks, this is, you know, it's really about rolling the dice and trying something new around Giannis and trying to find a new way to win another title with him and keep him interested and and engaged and excited about staying in Milwaukee for the foreseeable future. Um, You know, thinking about Lillard and Holiday, both guys are 33 years old, so this is really like a weird trade of styles as much as anything else. I mean, you're, you're really swapping out Drew Holiday's attacking perimeter defense for one of the all-time great offensive players in Damian Lillard. So kudos to the Bucks for trying something new on the fly here. I imagine this quiets some of the noise around the Greek freak. Um, you know, there was some scuttlebutt about him eventually leaving Milwaukee. So I think maybe in the short term, that noise sort of dies down. And then the other thing I wanted to quickly mention at the top of the show is that we're actually going to be doing a Swish FM listener league this year, if you play fantasy basketball, or if you've never played fantasy basketball, this might be the perfect time for you to give it a shot. Um, it'll be like a $50, $60 buy-in. You'll be competing against Ben, Whammy, myself, and other listeners, of the show uh yeah fantasy is a fun way to engage with the league learn about different players outside of your favorite team so if you're interested we still have a couple spots open email me at swish at gmail.com you can just put fantasy league in the subject line or you can just dm ben or whammy or i directly and just uh, express my interest um and that's it all right I hope you enjoy it on to the show all right, welcome back to Swish FM. Chris Wendelkin, Ben Craw, and Brandon Lissy, a.k.a. Whammy. Gents. Remember this guy, folks? The Remember NBA this is guy? The back. The pod is back. Basketball is back. Basketball is back.
3: Do you guys hear that sound? Yep. That's the sound
4: yep. of a ball smacking the hardwood, baby. Doosh,
2: doosh, then we're finding doosh. new ways to monetize. The dribbles are uh,
4: back. The assists are back.
2: To borrow a phrase, Ben, Swish FM Plus is now an intellectual property flywheel. Uh, Boys, life is good. Well, it's
4: it's an audience awareness play. This is is Swish FM Plus. Uh, We have uh, relaunched, and we are now profitable, uh, which is a very exciting announcement to be able to make.
2: Absolutely amazing. That's so Um, cool, guys.
4: And I just want uh, everyone (laughs) to be... Yeah, I we are
2: love being rich. We are awesome, fully dude.
4: profitable after five years. Five years fucking of sick, operations. The um, Swish of M Plus is our intellectual property flywheel, <laughs> and I want all of us to yep. be thinking of this podcast as an upper funnel audience awareness play.
1: What is mofu, tofu, and bofu in marketing? <laughs> To start, they are all part of the sales and marketing funnel. TOFU stands for top of the funnel, MOFU stands for middle of the funnel, and BOFU stands for bottom of the funnel. Let's break it down further. The top of the funnel in sales and marketing is all about brand awareness, creating familiarity with your company. There isn't any selling going on most of the time, It's about creating value by educating your potential customers. In fact, oftentimes marketers are providing content for prospects who might not even know they need their product or service. Now, moving down the funnel, we arrive at the middle of the funnel. At this point in the customer's journey, they know they have a problem and that your company may solve it. In the middle of the funnel, marketers are positioning themselves as the best option. This is where case studies live. This is where portfolios live. This is where client testimonials live. Now, at the bottom of the funnel is where marketers ask for the business. If it's a website, it looks like a contact form or a phone call button. If it's an e-commerce website, it's asking them to add the product to the cart. Uh, that's
4: that's exactly really that's Patrick. really what we're doing here. So every that's day exact, I wake very, up, just thinking
2: about how I'm a funnel.
4: Yep, yep. 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 very excited to announce this uh, this this exciting business news. That's amazing! Yeah, congratulations, guys. Yeah, Boy, it's, it's life, great to be back. <laughs>
2: it is life is pretty good right now. I'd say. Yeah,
4: yep. It always pays to be profitable, is what I say.
2: Yep, yep, yep. It's it's uh it's great to have you both back on the air. Whammy, great talking with you amazing. again.
4: Wham, just hearing hearing that voice. Wow, incredible! What a, what a feeling! What a amazing. feeling! It's been far too long. We yeah. we love you, Wham. We miss you, Wham. Yeah,
3: yep. I miss and I miss you guys, and uh, I loved what you were doing. I love what you're doing. I don't know if we can mention the movie yet, the preliminary agreement. I don't know if we can say... (laughs) The name um, of the title of the movie the or- now? Or? I, forget,
2: I forget the order that things are coming out in. So I think <laughs> okay. this was
4: already recorded uh, pre strike or possibly post strike. One, one or the other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But there is a movie in the works, folks, that will be on the Rewindables. Amazing. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, the Rewindables yeah, lives are. on.
4: But to be clear, this is not an episode of the Rewindables. This, no, this is, is, is Swish an episode FM Plus. Of Swish FM Plus. Listen.
3: If you want the free thing, you see cousin Christian. Okay, yeah. that's right. But if you want that paid, you want the top premium
4: the line. Goods? Yeah, exactly. if you want the luxury uh, experience, the elevated um, the, experience, the if prime will. rib of the Swish FM family <laughs> here. Yeah,
2: The top of the funnel, as they say. Right. Yeah. It's,
3: oh yeah. Yeah. I don't go anywhere yeah. near the bottom of the funnel.
4: Wham- whammy <laughs> is our Mitsubishi Galant. And there are a lot of extra features here in this uh, this vehicle. The
2: all new Gallant brings thoughtful details to every corner of its cabin. These are
3: a few of my favorite
2: things twin cup holders for driver and passenger, extra storage under the armrest, a rear seat that folds down.
3: Brown paper packages
2: tied up with. Even the trunk has a trunk in the all new Gallant mitsubishi the new thinking in automobiles a little housekeeping uh we have some time limitations here so we, we have a lot to unpack ben, we do. So basketball is back
4: we've got a lot to catch up on we're going
2: to keep this an up-tempo pace keep mm-hmm. the offense humming here we're going to share the rock
4: yeah let's tip we're, off
2: no no iso ball here everyone's just going to be sharing mm-hmm. the rock keep it humming yeah ben yep. wham today we are going to be diving into our nba preseason preview we are going around the league the eastern conference and then the western conference we're going to be discussing one big burning question mm. for every team in the nba
4: i love it there's so many questions for each team but we've got to pick just one we got to boil are it are down we... And are we doing the divisions alphabetical yeah, order? Obviously.
3: Yep. Yes. As always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a classic. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
4: yes, yes. So you we're going to start, you know
2: start in the Eastern Conference. We're gonna start in the Eastern Atlantic Conference. Division. And whammy, we're gonna start with the Atlantic, your favorite Atlantic division zone. of all. Yep, 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 yep. So let's begin here with the Boston Celtics. Um
4: wait, Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks are in Atlantic? No. They're not
2: in the Atlantic, then. Really?
4: My wow. It's shocking.
3: Yeah. They are in the Southeast. The, the, How the times, Southeast. That's right. How times have changed.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> the, have the changed.
4: Southeast. How Atlanta, times have changed. Atlantic. They'll always yeah. be Atlantic to me.
2: Okay. <laughs> <Yep. Well. laughs> but All can right.
4: we with Boston.
0: Harris blocked by White. What an effort. Great recovery and chase down block by Derek White. Hauser relocates. Fires. Got it.
2: Let's start with the Boston Celtics. We got one question. Who wants to kick us off? Ben Whammy, guys, who wants it?
3: Guys, we got months of giggles to get out. Sorry, yeah, we folks. Yep. We got a lot of yep. pent up giggling. Yeah, yep, uh, get them out. You know what? Uh, I think Marcus Smart is not good. Mm. And Wow. Um, you know, my question is, is this addition by subtraction mm. for the Boston Celtics? Nobody, yeah. nobody, and I mean nobody in the NBA media sphere thinks this. But me, I'm the only one of my peers who has this opinion. Everyone else, oh, Marcus Smart, he can't shoot, but he's the heart and soul of their team. I don't buy the heart and soul of the team stuff. Um, Yeah, uh, I think it's great. You know, but wait, he had green, he had green
4: hair. I
3: know. Well, but
4: that—that's how you know how much he cares,
3: right? They don't count that at the end of the game. It's not worth a couple of points or whatever. He was a shooting (laughs) guard who could not shoot, um, who played point guard. And frequently at the end of games, uh, the Cavs won the two games with the Celtics, like the first couple weeks of the season last year. And at the end of the games, the Celtics were just like a, a house of cards. They just blew over. They had no continuity on office at the end of games. They had these two great players and Marcus smart would bring the ball up. And then you did not know what would happen. So I think Chris Taps Porzingis is massively underrated. He's not going to demand the amount of touches that uh, Marcus smart has. And the last time, that guy has the ball, the better your team is. That's my big question is, is it addition by subtraction?
4: Wow. Ben, sounds like you, it sounds uh, like you know the answer to that question already. So not much of a question. I feel
3: like it. I feel like I do. but
4: More of a take on the question. Me. question
3: but
2: Oop. <laughs> that's my, that's <coughs> my style. What's your, what's your question for the Beantown Celtics?
4: Um, uh, My question is, can we d- uh, dye Kristaps' hair green? Because I'm going to miss <laughs> that green <laughs> right, hair. I think he'd look great <laughs> with a little... It's, Little uh, little blarney stone up top. Yep. Uh, it's a
2: fair question, folks. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It. I want to. I want to
4: see that get that seven foot three are coming out with some of those Irish boxing gloves uh, in the traditional. They'll, they'll uh, call him the Jolly Green uh, old, Giant, old timey fighting Irish uh, boxing yeah. style, and I want him to wear a uh, green jacket while he plays.
2: Makes sense. My big question is uh, the adjustment with Porzingis. Bam, like you like you mentioned, um, how much of an of an adjustment period is there going to be with Tatum and Brown playing alongside KP? He's a guy who's averaged 20-plus points per game over his career, historically taken 15, 16 shots a game. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious just how long it takes for them to sort of integrate him into the offense and if there's any sort of Defensive drop off with Smart coming out of the starting lineup and Derek, Derek White taking the starting point guard spot. So we'll see. All right. We're moving on now to the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben, we're still in the Atlantic Division. And well, M- um, M- wait,
4: surely New York is before. Uh, Brooklyn Nets? Brooklyn? Oh, what
2: of are we course. doing here? of
4: course sorry we're a little rusty i guess
2: <laughs> we gotta we gotta like, keep well, it well you
3: know this is the thing when you get profitable you start to hire staff right and mm-hmm. the people that organize this podcasts
4: somebody not, just lost a job exactly
3: so <laughs> as the controllers of the capital yep. i apologize uh this man will be dealt with
4: yeah ap- that order. will not be happening
3: again nope sorry or at least not Thanks. by that guy not in my company
2: Thank you for that accountability, thank you Um, right, the Brooklyn Nets (laughs) Incredible
0: Oh, a good miss The USA got it! Bridges from the corner You have got to be kidding me Unbelievable A play for the ages At the FIBA Basketball World Cup
1: Bridges does the unthinkable Ties the game 0.2 seconds left I have never seen it. Unreal.
3: And Jeff, no one blocked out the free throw shooter for Canada. Bridges unchecked, runs the ball down alertly to the corner, buries the big shot. Amazing.
2: Ben, uh, you have a question here for our friends in Brooklyn.
4: Who is on this team? I have not <laughs> Very fair. kept up. I think
3: I'm going to go ahead and say that's my question too. Yep. And uh, the you know the myriad cast of Dennis Smith Jr., Darius Paisley, Lonnie Walker, uh, mm-hmm. Scotty Lindsay. you know sure. these guys. These guys are on that team apparently, and mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have to compete with the likes of Armani Brooks and Trenton Wofford. You okay. Uh, and Dayron Sharp and even Noel Clowney. I just can't wow. stop. Yeah, these are these are guys who are playing in the NBA, which, by the way, not to knock any of those guys, congratulations. You know, you'll, you've accomplished a lot in your lives. I'm not making fun of you guys.
4: They're better at basketball the, than I am.
3: The stat, yeah, that's very true. Uh, they're better at a single skill than I'll ever be at any one single skill, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, who are these people? That's the question.
2: My big question for the Nets, this is sort of a two-headed snake, uh, so obviously, as a Knicks fan, this is sort of blasphemy to admit, but I think the Nets are low key very fun. Yeah, Cam okay. Johnson, Mikhail Bridges. Nick I mean, Mikael's Cla- the best. Nick Claxton. These
4: could have been a Nick, enjoy. but we took Kevin Knox instead. That's right, Kevin Knox. <laughs>
2: they Kevin uh, they Knox. Had that 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 trio right there, Cam, <clears throat> Mikhail Bridges, and Claxton. They are very fun, and mm-hmm. those three guys when they were on the floor, the Nets were a plus seven points per 100 Whoa. possessions last season with them on the floor. Okay. So my one big question is just like, how does Sean Marks continue to build around that young nucleus? They have a bunch of draft picks we know that they acquired when they traded away Kevin Durant and Kyrie. So if they're patient, and if they build it right, the Nets could be pretty like sneakily fun and interesting over the next couple of seasons. And then... Big question beyond that is really what is left of Ben Simmons? Because mm. he's, he's still on that team. Yeah, that's right. You know, he's dealt with mental health issues. He had back surgery. Backiotomy. Yeah. Yeah, but if he can just get back on the floor and help the Nets in any sort of a way, that could be a pretty interesting team. He's still like 26, 27 years old. He's not, like, he, he's he been around for so long and he has so much wear like, on the tires, or whatever, and he's, like, sort of been in our consciousness for so long, I think. Yeah, narratively. Yeah, we've sort of, like, yeah, yeah. like given up on the idea of Ben Simmons, but he's still, like, a young guy. 27. i, know. I, think, 27 I, I think years they're, old. They have a young, interesting thing happening there, and if anything, like, if ben, ben Simmons can salvage anything, you know, of of his ability, I don't know. I'm interested. I'm very, I'm very intrigued by the Nets. Well, so. I think
3: I think the answer, though, is that what are they going to do to improve this team? Is they're going to trade everyone but Mikhail Bridges and try to sign um, Donovan Mitchell and Giannis in twenty twenty five? Right? Like that's they're going to get rid of everybody who has any contract length. And I guess I so should cite the Hoop Collective that, on that one, but
2: how would that happen so it, they would basically take all the draft picks and all their young assets and tr- and and set those aside and say here's what we're going to deal
3: yeah. for Giannis well, and then
2: try to get Mitchell in free agency
3: i think Mitchell and Giannis come up at the same time and oh, neither wow. has signed an extension and so there are, um, that was a the, today on uh on Windhorse podcast he did a why would they do that mm. um, and <laughs> it was about Cam Johnson's contract and the contract is descending until 2026, where it goes up. So it goes down until 2025, and then in 2026 it goes up. And the reason being is they want a couple extra million in cap space to go after Giannis and uh, Donovan Mitchell.
2: So, Very nice. All right, we're it. moving on to the New York Knicks. Randall on the
0: drive, stripped by Butler. Randall gets it back. Randall puts up a three. Bam. Second remaining. Randall stumbling, bumbling after turning it
1: over previously, regain his composure, aiming to get the ball to go. And much to the grid of this partisan crowd.
2: My biggest question with the Knicks is: is their offense for real? Great question. Uh, in 2023, mm. they were second in the NBA in offensive rating, coming in at 117, but they is that ranked true? 20 yeah, but they ranked 26th in pace. So it's like they were the mm, second best offense in the league, but, but also near the, hard the hard bottom way. of the barrel as far as like how quickly they played. Mm. So I guess my main question is like is they that do it sustainable? The hard way. Is that sustainable? Yeah. <clears <clears <throat> me thinks not. Um and then other than that, I'm curious just how Dante DiVincenzo fits in. He takes place for Obi Toppin on the roster and R.J. Barrett. Can he keep like the, the role that he got on this summer with Team Canada? Can that sort of um, continue into the season and help him, you know, become an efficient shot maker? So mm. whammy, mm. Ben, questions great,
3: for the next. Great My question. question oh. Yeah, go ahead. You go, Ben. No, no, go for it. Sounds like you had a good one. My question is, is Jacob Toppin Obi Toppin's brother?
2: He absolutely is.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm. And you guys are just going to keep him, even though Obi's... That's what we
2: do. We bring a Toppin in, (laughs) and we relegate them to the bench. Okay, I guess
3: it's better to have a Toppin than a Bottomin. Yep. But this is... this
2: is hoops, I guess. All right. This is hoops. It is. There ben, you your question for the Knicks.
4: I also had a question related to Obi Toppin, which is, uh, how did the Knicks lose him? Was he traded or did he sign? was he traded was for
3: nothing to the Indiana Pacers.
4: I, know, I knew that he was on the Pacers. I was yes, thinking yeah. to myself, it sounds like people are pretty excited about him being a Pacer. He's probably going to be in the starting lineup. Yep. Uh surely the Knicks stretch must have four. gotten something in stretch return four. for this very young and you potential-filled, no. um, mm-hmm. you know, stretch no. four who runs up and down the floor like a gazelle, oh. can dunk from the free throw line. But you no, second round second, draft picks, second round,
2: okay, two second rounders, yeah, yeah. But huh. you guys
3: signed <laughs> a couple second round. <laughs> you guys yeah. signed uh, Dylan Windler, former Knicks great. I mean, that's okay. That's something. Or so not sure. Knicks great, former Cavs great.
2: That's mm-hmm. really that's right.
3: Yeah, that's really interesting. Do yeah, well,
2: yeah. I mean, Ben. Basically, what the Knicks did was they let Obi. You know, they decided to trade him basically to create a roster spot to bring in Dante Divincenzo.
3: The oh. Divincenzo. Yeah, I mean, the the for real offense is a great question, Chris. You know my feelings on the Knicks last year. Well, well trod territory. Yep. I just I don't know how they how they get better from last year. Or, like, I think last year was the best-case scenario for the Knicks. I mean, that makes sense. And I mean, that's, yeah. Is that going to happen again? Like, you I know, is it going to be absolutely best-case scenario again? So we'll see. I
2: think there's, like, a few things in play, one of which is, like, the offense can't be that lucky or can't be that, like, there was something of a mirage in terms of the analytics offensively last year for the Knicks. So there's some regression to expect. But then on the other hand, it's like, well— Josh Hart came into the team like two thirds of the way through the season and he fundamentally changed the way they played. So maybe a full season with him accounts for some more victories or just them playing better. Also Dante DiVincenzo is a shot maker. So it's hard to say, but um, yeah, I don't know. I do expect that their offense will struggle more than it did last year. So,
4: I feel like we're providing a lot more answers uh, than questions here. So I just want to keep keep us all uh, all, all aware (laughs) of the time and, uh, (laughs) you know, make sure that uh, we're focusing on the
2: questions. Sure. Yep. We're moving (laughs) on to Philadelphia, Ben.
4: In a starting role tonight.
0: Embiid,
2: shake and bake. Oh, that's a grown man's jam. One question one and and that'll just be one question yeah one and done Fulfilling. that's
4: all we get ben this is your town so you yeah it is it's my uh former home my former native hometown uh that i was definitely never a native of um it's question yeah i think about it's about pretty about obvious we're all we're all wondering how is Bebel paul gonna fit into the lineup under nick nurse no doubt. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, we're all thinking about it. B-Ball Paul, how how will he get minutes? How will they utilize him?
4: We want those minutes for B-Ball. Mr. Nurse, I hope you're listening.
2: Mm. Makes sense. Whammy, one question for the Philadelphia 76ers.
4: Yeah. Um, my question is, does
3: this team have the most players born before, like the most players born in the 80s in the NBA? And I think the answer is yes.
2: Mm. Really?
3: But I'm not going to answer the question, but they've got a lot of guys who were born in the 80s. And I was like, is there anybody left born in the 80s in the NBA? But they're all kind of on the Sixers or perhaps the
4: Lakers. Hmm. Green, Tucker, Harden. Great decade. Patrick Beverly. My
2: my big question here uh, in the interest of time is James Harden. What's happening with that guy? Right. There's that. What's the deal with that guy?
4: What is up with him? What's his engagement
2: level? What's the buy-in like there, Ben? Uh, We drinking? we dunking? This is yeah. a great concern to us. Is James happy? Has he dedicated himself to basketball? Has he been yep. in the gym all off season?
4: I do hear he is in good shape. Yeah.
2: We need to know that he's in the best shape of his life. So yeah, we're all know. wondering, um, because Has he dedicated himself, is he, is he dedicated to the game? So assuming, uh, you know, that he's in the best shape of his life, I think the, the Sixers could be a top four or five seed in the East. And if he's not on this team, you know, there's a whole series of dominoes, Um
3: Have we Joe, seen these deals Joe where indeed. like they give away Harden and Tobias Harris and get back like a myriad, like four player? Like, I how, does that that. Any, how does that make any sense? How does that make any sense? Really? The my main
2: my main question is, when does Daryl Murray get fired?
3: Oh, so very soon. Right.
2: I mean, I mean, is it in season? Is it in the off season? Yeah. All right. We're going to move on. Uh, I know time is a great concern for all of us, too, the, the Toronto essence. Raptors.
1: Good teams. A lot of nights win different ways, right? You, There's have, no, to. you have to. Yeah. Barnes with his second denial of the quarter. That Young there. Fourth quarter, Barnes racing down the court. Gives it up. Siakam with a slam dunk. There you go. He's engaged now. right? Yes. Get Give Let's get that out of here again. None of that you know what in here. Hello. Amped up Matty D. I'm on my third cup of green tea. Let's do it.
3: Are they going to lose Grady Dick in a potential trade for Dame? Wouldn't that be fun? That would
2: be wild.
3: That's the latest. I mean, I don't see why they're trading for Dame again like there's a lot of parody in the nba like all these teams you're like oh maybe maybe the toronto raptors you know maybe uh scotty barnes and and jaylen mcdaniel like m- you know maybe these guys all play out of their minds and they're really good but i dame on the raptors without og i don't know what you what do you got there
2: yeah but i don't know it doesn't know. it's a weird fit. Uh, I mean, my big question for the Raptors when I was thinking about this just a few days ago was, are they going to trade Pascal or OG in preseason? Yeah, I thought pre-season? they were tearing down. Yeah. yeah, I was like, are they going to trade them in the preseason or at the trade deadline? But surely they're going to be trading those guys. And now it seems like maybe they're going <laughs> to zig when everyone else is expecting them to zag. And <coughs> maybe they're going to try to acquire Damian Lillard. Um, so... That's, that's a huge thing weighing over the whole team, I guess. And the other big one is just like Scotty Barnes. Is this going to be a breakout season for Scotty Barnes, or is he not really that guy?
3: Just put a um, question mark after
4: the name Scotty Barnes.
2: Yep. Ben, yeah. what do you got? What, what's your question here for the Raptors?
4: Uh, I was wondering, who is their new coach? I, am not, I don't know that. Okay. Does anyone know?
3: Uh, This is about the questions, Ben. It's not about the answers.
4: You're right. Well, we can all Google it, I suppose.
3: After the the Darko Radjovic, yeah. Darko, they got Darko Radjovic. Radjovic,
4: all right.
2: All right, we're going to move on to the central now. The central division here in the Eastern Conference. All right.
4: You know how this works. We keep
2: this alphabetical, folks. So we will begin with with the. Your Chicago Bulls Beverly
3: drives it. I want to take the Lakers out of the playoffs, he said. He said he's too small. He didn't say LeBron James. He's too small. Oh my goodness. Patrick Beverly, man. Watch this, watch this, watch what he does to LeBron James. Look shot, watch this. He already knew it was going in. Too small. He's too small. Look at him. Two slapped The, floor. Oh, <laughs> no. the Patrick family story starring Kevin Hart. The
2: Chicago Bulls. Yep. I can kick us off here with a question. Um when are they gonna move on from Zach Levine? Feels mm. like we're we're past mm. the point of no return. Uh, with the uh, you know will will they move Levine? Won't they move Levine? It feels like they're gonna move Zach Levine. So my big, my big question is like when are they gonna move him? How are they how are they gonna move him? Who are they gonna move him to? Levine was a name that I think like Knicks bloggers love to kick around for a while, but it seems like that just sailed. Interesting so, fit on the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, I just wonder who the team that's gonna be desperate to trade for Zach Levine is.
3: Yeah. I don't Man? know. I don't know. Yeah. My question is, how old do you guys, and without looking, you can't look, how old do you guys think Andre Drummond is?
4: Is he on the team? Um, yes. Is he on the team? He's, He's on, on, on the, team. the Bulls. He's on the Andre Bulls. Drummond. I'm going to
2: say his age Younger is... than I expect. Is he 29?
4: No. He's got to be 30. Though? I'd say 30.
3: Okay. Well, I guess this wasn't a very good question.
4: He's 30. <laughs> All right. Wow. He's 30. He's wow. 30. It pays to do your research. That's right. Um, you gotta know, you gotta know a, the hoops. I was yeah. just
2: thinking about him today. He's had an incredible NBA career.
3: Younger like, or older than Alex Caruso? Oh, older. Yeah, but by one year. Alex uh, Caruso's twenty nine. Twenty nine.
4: Huh.
2: Like he's already had like a max contract. Been
3: ten. He's he's been a yeah minimum a maximum player, and he's been in the NBA more than a decade. Hmm. Twelve years in the NBA at thirty.
2: What a ride, Ben. Your question for the Chicago Bulls is.
4: Um, I'll say when are they going to move on from... Uh, is Nick Vucevic still on the team? He is. Yeah, Nick Vucevic. Does that experiment, uh, has that run its course yet?
2: Very fair question. Question mark. Very fair question. Yep. All right, we're going to move on now to the Cleveland Cavaliers. If he misses it, tip it out. And hopefully one of our guys catches it.
1: Game-winning shot. Yeah, enough time to do that with four seconds. Here yep. we go. He missed it. it! Donovan Mitchell! One of the all-time great performances continues!
2: Whammy, your hometown team, kick us off here with uh, your big burning question for the Cleveland Cavs.
3: Oh boy. Oh man. Uh I'm sorry. Uh, there's so many questions just stirring. I thought fire. I knew nope. Yeah, I thought one. I knew what I wanted to ask, but um Okay. Um right, okay, so so there's a lot of questions. I'm gonna just ask a really obscure one that is kinda of meaningless. Um does My favorite does, kind does, does yeah. Does Imani Bates start a game for the Cavs this year? Is my start? Question. start. Start a game. Start a game. A gazing. A game. Question. I, I would say no. You
2: would, would say, say no. I, I would say no.
3: Okay. I mean.
2: I mean. I think he plays. I think he plays. But I'll I, play
3: devil's advocate know? and say yes. Swim. I think he could start a game. I mean, we had. Um, this is an interesting uh, I'm debate. Trying to, I'm trying to get Sharif Cooper start a game last year for us, I believe. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, we had who's where's this dude's name? I don't want to get it wrong. Um.
2: Isn't isn't Go Imani Bates going to begin the season in the G League?
3: He's on the two way. Right, him and um, uh, Mobley two are on two ways, and um, oh man, I, I I guess they cut this cut the dude who started last year, yeah. but they they've had a couple guys from the two way two way portion start a game. Yeah, maybe maybe the question is more tarts starts Tristan Thompson or. Uh, Imani Bates. I mean, if, if we have an injury at the three, Max Stress is a two masquerading as a three already. And we, we basically have a bunch of 6'4, six, 6'5 six, guys who are attempting to level up and play the three. Mm. And Bates may be the only size match there. And, you know, if he plays well and there's an injury.
2: He's 19. He's 19. He's
3: 19. He has 19. But he's closer than we think to playing, you know, I think he'll get minutes, but I don't know how many. Wow. There you go. All
2: right. Interesting. Very interesting. Yep. Uh, My question for the Cavs is, you mentioned it before, Wham, um, Max Drews, have the Cavs acquired enough shooting to catapult themselves into like a top three seed in the East? We have not. They went out and got Max Drews, is it George? George
4: George Niang. Yeah, I don't know. If it's it's just George, right? I don't know. We're not going to pronounce. Yeah, it I think it's S- George. P- yeah, silent. Yes, down. We'll George, George Niang.
2: Niang. <laughs> and then uh I know Ben only allows us one question, but here's a quick second one: Is JB sure. Bickerstaff still the head coach of the team at the end great of great question?
3: Wow. Let's move well, on. Well, it depends. <laughs> okay, it depends. Depends on if they win a first round playoff series. If yeah they, if they do then he'll be the do you coach. feel
2: like do you feel like there's a scenario where if they were really struggling at christmas time or the beginning of you know january like they were like stuck in the mud
3: i think that scenario exists for every coach
2: yeah i guess that's true
3: we don't have lebron when they fired david blatt when he was the Cavs. i think probably have done this the most of any team in nba history which was fire their head coach when they're literally have the best record in the league right um which happened twice under lebron that's like um, the
2: LeBron tax where it's yeah. like we we always expect you to be the best team in the league. So if you're yeah. anything short, like we're
3: that was the LeBron, mode. the LeBron tax for sure. But I think, I think if they are 10 games below 500, he'll be fired midseason. But I think more than likely if they're 500 or better, which seems very likely that he'll be around until the playoffs. And I don't think we solved any of the issues that made us lose in the playoffs last year, which is a bummer. I think we, Still have all the same issues. Max Stress is not the answer at three for an NBA team.
2: Did what what was the contract that the Cavs gave him? Was it like four? Uh, years Fourteen, like thirteen
3: million, million, something. It's not the contract is like it's like right over the mid-level. The contract doesn't bother me. He's a fine, fine player, but I don't think you can like start him at me. the three. I just don't I don't think yeah. he's a three. I don't think and he's not right. a consistent three point shooter. He's shot, you know, anywhere
4: between thirty-four and 38%. Yeah.
2: Freaking Miami magic. It's like, I was going to say, maybe
4: my, him. my big question is, can Max Struess bring heat culture to Cleveland? Ooh, wow. Very maybe nice he, guy. maybe he can, Hello. Maybe, but maybe he
2: can't. I, I think it's a very mm, fair but question. If he,
4: but if he could,
3: would he? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. All did right. We're going to move on. Did he pack interest, heat culture in his
2: suitcase? In the interest of time, we're going to move on to the Detroit Pistons. 79, 72 Pistons. Yeah. Cade Cunningham turns the corner, gets to the rim, lays it up, lays it in. Ben, your biggest question for the Pistons is?
4: Um, Let's see. Who is on this team? Um, I know Cade. Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham, I know, is a big name. Could be a big year for Cade. Other than that, I don't know um, who is on that roster.
2: Yeah. Whammy, your question for the Pistons.
4: My question for the Pistons are, (laughs) what are you going to do with all these big
3: men?
1: You hate the score, but you can feel good about this. James Wiseman feeling more and more comfortable. That was a thunder dunk right there. He meant business. Thirty.
4: Oh yes, I do. I, I was aware that they have many big men.
1: Multiple many bigs. big men bigs, on the roster. Perhaps too many bigs. Yeah.
4: And
3: uh, you know, one of my favorites, <clears throat> Jalen Duran, former, mm. um, former Nick Great, former is going to be squeezed out by. James Wiseman, Isaiah Stewart, uh, Jonte Porter, even maybe get some minutes. Uh, I was
2: thinking about this the other day, and I'll just say it aloud on the pod: Is does it sort of feel like the James Wiseman destiny is Does Okafor? Sadly, doesn't, sadly,
3: doesn't it already seem gosh. like
2: it's just like trending in that direction? Where it's like, is this guy going to have an NBA career? Was this He's just not, like a heralded high drastic, let's, yeah.
3: let's not forget that Jilliel Okafor actually had useful nba minutes too like we're yeah Wiseman would love to be for <laughs> this love wow. i guess
2: that's true that's i guess right. that's true like he's right, my, out there yeah my ahead. big question for for the pistons uh what's the deal with kate cunningham is this the year that he has like a breakout campaign becomes Ooh. an all-star obviously he had so much hype around him going back to high school osu last year he had the leg injury so the pistons are loaded with young talent um, but their playoff or play-in chances really seems to ride or die with with Kate Cunningham.
4: Kate is the X factor there, I would say.
2: Yep. I mean, Moving on to the Indiana Pacers. Mm.
1: They we want to get hero. They see this is they got what they wanted. They Here's Tyrese. Wanted. Let for go. Three. Oh, Tyrese! Yeah, baby! Hit the three. Yeah. Got 2. what they wanted. Six.
0: His 10-3. Pacers by three.
1: They wanted hero to have to guard him. No way! And
0: the yes! Pacers win a 43-point yes! ah, 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 night for Tyrese Halliburton.
4: Fun team, league pass team. Am I right, boys?
2: Ben, mm. your question for the Pacers. Go ahead.
4: How fun is this team gonna be?
2: How much fun can we have?
4: <laughs> Are we having fun yet?
2: Are we having fun yet, folks? In Indiana,
4: ass grass or league pass? Am I right? <laughs> nobody rides. In nobody Indiana. has That's fun for free in, in Indiana. Oh
2: boy. <laughs> Yep, folks. Oh it's the God. premium pod. So that's
4: uh... <laughs> what you get. It's the quality. Should be in. For that's that's paying paying. For it is. Yep. Become a it. The they come. They come one. for the puns. Yep.
2: yep. Whammy. Your question for the Pacers is.
3: Yeah. Uh, Obi Toppin. How many threes is Obi Toppin going to make? Mm, pure. Yep. Pure numeric volume of threes.
2: My question is: Can the Pacers make the playing game? Nah. No. Know... No. You don't. Oh yeah.
4: That?
2: Yeah. Ben, you think it so? seems like
3: everybody can make the play-in game in the East. It's like yeah, play-in,
4: give me a break. You know. I
2: mean, the line of demarcation, you know, like mm-hmm. last year, the Chicago Bulls were the 10th seed. So it's like, can the Indiana Pacers Absolutely. this year yeah. be as good yeah. as... Then, then the answer is yes.
4: They're better than Chicago. But I've, you've got to
3: look at those top, you know, eight, nine, 10 from last year. They yeah. could be anybody. There was but no. But also,
2: yeah, exactly. Also like, I th- was it the Miami Heat that were the ninth seed? Or the yeah. Eight, uh, like, so it's like, It's a a combination of teams sort of rising to the occasion, but also there are teams that are sort of underperforming that are going to be competing for those like bottom tier spots, lower rung spots. So I'm very, very interested. Benedict Matherin, Obi Toppin. Can these guys have breakout campaigns? We know how good Tyrese Halliburton is. Bruce Brown is there now. He came over in free agency. Miles Turner's mm. there. So they're like Ben said, they're going to be an incredible league pass team. They're going to be flying around the floor. Should be one of the most entertaining watches in the NBA.
3: The only non-playoff team in the East like guaranteed is the Wizards. Like everybody else you're talking about. Sure, why not?
2: Let's move over to Milwaukee. <laughs>
0: Up from the mid range, off the mark,
1: and Giannis secures it for Milwaukee. All the way in, Giannis, with the lefty flush, plus the foul.
0: Transition, full head of steam coming right at you trying to slow him down, but there's not a whole lot you could do
2: when he's got that type of momentum, that type of strength, straight line drive. Whammy, give us your big question for the Bucks. Too old? Question mark? Yeah. Does
3: It's Chris Middleton's age and health. Is that going to hold up?
2: Yep. Giannis question mark. What's this? Uh, What's question. going on here? What's question? up with this guy? Amazing question. Boy, oh boy. Do we wonder about this guy? Yeah. <laughs> real... thinking about
4: him top of mind. Yeah. Real elephant in the room over there in yep. Milwaukee. Yep. Yeah.
2: I'm right there with you, Ben. That's my question. What's the deal with Giannis? How much of a cloud over the head is his impending, whatever you want to call it, you know, free agency, trade demand, whatever it is. How much does that affect the psyche of the team, both on the court, but then also in the front office, like does the team start making panic trades? Mm. Are they preemptively trying to fend off a losing streak? You know, if new head coach Adrian Griffin gets off to a cold start, are we going to start hearing whispers about bringing in Phil Jackson or whatever? So, see that. you know, the bucks are always solid. They're always, you know, the same sort of bulletproof regular season team. Um, that we've, you know, come to expect the number four, one seed years. in the NBA last year. Is this the year where that finally changes a little bit? Do they do they finally show a little wear and tear? So we, I'm very curious. We
3: didn't mention the Lopez twins being reunited, but that's yep. another. We're gonna do a whole pot on that.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to move on to the Southeast Division because time is of great concern Pacific? for us. So moving.
4: Does Pacific come before Southeast?
2: No, nope. Pacific is the other conference, bench. Oh, yeah,
4: Southeast but, in the yeah, southeast. East. Yeah, right, so right the I was Eastern thinking Southwest. Conference. My mistake, yeah, my but, mistake. Sorry, sorry. All right, sorry. My,
2: we're going to start alphabetically, Ben, with the Atlanta Hawks.
0: And Hunter. And here's Young. Backtracks. Five to two. Young Let's it go.
2: What do you have down as your number one question for the Atlanta Hawks this offseason?
4: Um, what happened to Trey Young? I feel like everyone was like all about this guy, and now yeah. he's kind of... Now nobody likes him. Yeah, he's sort of yesterday's news. Um,
3: yep. Yeah, I mean, if you're a 6'1 point guard who's just flitting around the court throwing up threes, by my math, you should be beloved, right? I mean, it's the, that's the Steph Curry formula, but nobody likes him.
2: Correct. Whammy? Your question yep. about the Hawks.
3: My question is Kobe Bufkin. Uh great name. Yep. Right? Are you gonna be as good as your name? I mean fifteenth pick in the draft. What's he gonna do down there? Six five, shooting guard? We'll see. But Kobe Bufkin, can he make a difference in this team? Given that they have DeJounte and Trey. At the guard spot, what does is, what is Buffkin do?
2: My big question here is, how do the Hawks adjust to playing under Quinn Snyder? Mm. They finally traded John Collins. Seems like we've been waiting to, for that to happen for like the last five years. And by the way, I don't fully understand why this was like
3: just can't. They get, felt the need.
2: They had to get rid of. We got
3: to like, get rid of this three-point yeah, shooting, yeah. defending yeah, big man. He's, he's finally go. gone. Get him <laughs> out of <plague>, here.
2: <laughs> this curse John is Collins, finally gone. Him. They ran him so, out of town. Yeah. yeah, theoretically, the interior is less congested for the likes of Clint Capella and Trey Young to operate. But yeah, my main question is like, can Quinn Snyder put together a big-time offense like he did with Utah? Here with the Hawks in Atlanta, and also Dejounte Murray and Trey Young. Are they ever going to figure it out as a tandem, or are they or on the verge just, of being split up? Yeah. Can they make yeah, the pieces?
4: Logs. Can they make the pieces work? That's my. It's a mean, very question. It's a very, a question. It's a very, a very fair question.
2: question. All right, we got to stay alphabetical here in the southeast. I'd love to, would love to go out of order here, but it's unfortunately not the way we. Not on works. this podcast. So, yeah, That'd we're kind of. We're going to move over to Charlotte.
1: Final minute of our first quarter. Look at Lamelo go. Look at Lamelo go! Oh! Oh! Special. Charlotte Hornets. Great one city of
2: great, One of the great cities, one of the great squads. The jewel maybe. of the southeast, they call That's it. Right. Wham, what's your burning question that you have for the Hornets?
3: Yeah, is it going to be Miller time? In uh in Charlotte. You mean no, Mellow mellow time or Miller time? Miller. Oh Miller. great question, Ben. Yeah. I mean could Mellow come back f- with them? That'd be amazing. Is, is
2: think, he not on uh, the team
4: anymore?
3: Uh Carmelo Anthony? No, he's not on the team. No about
4: La Mello. La, La Mello. No, I'm saying Carmelo. Melo Carmelo. time. Sure. Yeah. Right. Carmelo X no, La Mello.
3: Brandon Miller famously yeah. taken over one Skizute Henderson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, do they regret that? Do they look back in anger? Mm. Uh, Better not.
4: The, Don't do it. As uh, Oasis might say. Yeah, as Oasis would say. Liam and Noel Gallagher. Yeah. If this is, a, is this a Liam and Noel situation, sort of spent a
2: lot of time with that song lately. Yeah. Exactly, yep. guys. Get it, download the MP3. <laughs> the
4: stakes are high. Hope
3: if you you you're
2: interested. <laughs>
3: If you're in Charlotte, you're going to want to sign up for iTunes because you're going to need
4: that. Yeah, you're going to be listening to that one on loop all day every We don't know. Potentially. It's a question. It's a question. Think about it. And I want
3: to pick up some uh, Bluetooth headphones. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Good quality. Get
4: some bows. But we don't know.
2: Your question, Ben, for the Charlotte Hornets is...
4: Uh, is LaMelo still on that team? He is He right? is yeah. Okay he is. Well then I guess that's not really a question My question would be <laughs> that- Sort of same for Trey Young What's the deal with LaMelo? Everyone, a lot of people yeah. not like him He was hot shit And now he's not shit yeah. It seems like Actually, considered a ball just- hog I have yeah. the
2: same question there as Ben. Um, what's the deal with Lamello's health? He's had four ankle injuries. The mm. he had four ankle injuries last season, one of which resulted in season ending surgery. Yeah. So a lot of questions surrounding him. Miles Bridges didn't play basketball last year because of a horrific um, domestic violence arrest and suspension. So yeah. what's his role with the team like? Is Gordon Hayward still a factor? Uh, A lot of questions for these Hornets, but, uh, yeah, we'll find out. We're going to move on now to the Miami Heat. Over the top to Butler. up and in.
0: Jimmy Butler ties the game with a half second to go. What a play call. Milwaukee had a timeout and didn't use it. What's going on is Jimmy Butler. And overtime in game five. Jimmy Butler runs a little bit of a circle
3: cut. Looks like he's going to go to the corner, circles back, and it's a lob play.
2: And the touch is phenomenal. Jimmy. Miami. My big question here for Miami. I mean, uh, th- you know, the main question, the thing we're all wondering is when and how Damian Lillard arrives. On the Miami Heat, at least. Mm. At the time we're recording it. this, it seems like maybe it might happen. But I guess the real question, the bigger question is, like, what, is it, what does it actually mean for the rest of the team uh, as far as, like, the vet minimum guys that they sign to play around him, assuming that they acquire Lillard? And and honestly, even if they don't acquire Damian Lillard, at this point, they're just going to have to fill out the roster with guys. So whether it, it's Austin Rivers or, like, Will Barton or Blake Griffin or Kendrick yeah. Dunn. I mean, what does that team look like?
3: It's bleak, you know, in terms of named guys on their roster. But you're just looking at all these guys, and you're like, which one of them is going to be the next Max
4: Trust? I was just going to say, because like, we like, were probably saying the exact same thing about them a year, yeah, a year we and a half ago. We were. And well, to be uh, fair, there's a little the thing s- called heat culture. That uh,
2: undefeated. They were the
3: se- they were the seventh seed. We were right about them. I think ninth. they were not very good. They had seven. they had two yeah, playing seven. games, you're didn't right they?
2: they? Yeah, they had two playing games, but didn't they lose one.
3: Is it possible,
2: possible
4: they lost one they, they lost one and, and they were on the verge. The seventh oh, oh, you're right. They had to win one because of two. They, played they had two games, but they only had to win one. Yeah, they lost they... versus the They lost to, Ooh. no, they almost lost to Chicago. But the They lost the, to Atlanta, they... I think. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It's 7-8
3: and then uh, the lo- the winner of 910 plays the loser of seven eight so yeah they lost to Atlanta and then, and then beat, beat Chicago, Chicago to to sneak into the playoffs and make a mm. run to the finals with one of the worst finals teams in modern history
2: well so, so is that the big question then like who are the guys that they will invariably yeah, win yeah who's, who's, who's the like, next who's the next
3: yeah I mean you're looking at Haywood Highsmith and you're like he's six five he's 24. Yeah. Like yeah. he, you know, he un-heralded. had some
2: flashes during that Knicks series. I tell you, I texted Ben. I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy? This <laughs> Is this
3: guy who's crushing us, yeah. putting
2: in work on the Knicks in the second round yeah. of the playoffs? Like, literally, I've never heard of this guy ever."
3: Yeah, and Caleb, you know, Caleb Martin—is he going to keep being what he was in the playoffs? I, mm. But I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't think they're going to be much better than the seventh seed. I don't see a way that they can acquire. Damian Lillard with the assets that they have, but I think they'll struggle to be the seventh seed and, and they may go on another unbelievable playoff run. But they're old, yep. they don't have a lot coming down the pipe. I guess maybe Nikola Jovic uh, mm-hmm. will be, you know, blossoming, but I just don't I, don't, I don't, you know, I don't like the heat ever. So there you go.
2: There you yeah. go. All right, we're going to move on now to the Orlando Magic.
0: The aloe shot
2: will go. The follow, no good. Rebound,
0: Bogner. Pitches it ahead to Bancaro. Bancaro gonna take it, fly
1: over the top of Joseph and draw the foul. Goodness, Paolo, take it off. Throwing it down.
2: Ben, your big question about this year's Orlando magic is?
4: Um <laughs> my big question is. <laughs> um who I have one of you. Yeah, go for it, Wim Okay. Thank Why you. get rid of Mobamba? Hmm. I was just gonna yeah. actually my question is Mo uh, mobamba has gone who's filling those shoes who's there? Well, starting I'm gonna tell
3: you who's gonna fill those or shoes or any center Wendell Carter, Moritz Wagner, uh, right. Franz Wagner, yeah, 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 Paulo right. Banchero, and Jonathan Isaac, who are all tenors. That's above. my
4: my question: Will Jonathan Isaac play basketball this year? That's my. Oh, memory. he got hurt. Learning. He played
3: last year, but then he got hurt again, right?
4: Yeah, but he's coming. I think he's like I read Specs that he's actually healthy ready and ready, ready for year. the start.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck to him. But I, you know, Orlando. Oh, and Bull. Why get rid of Bull Bull and Mo Bamba? You could have had literally a so, starting lineup of all people over 6'10". Yeah. And I want and ball, to see ball. it.
2: The rap on ball ball has always, has has been, that I've read, is that, like, he's just one of those guys that has f- freakish athleticism, is just, can do everything for someone that big. It's, it's wild, but that he's just, like, doesn't practice. He's an independent
3: just, like, contractor. Not that into of the game. I've heard he was, he's <laughs> waiters-esque. You know he gets on the court he has the ball in his hand and he just tunnel vision you know right. downhill towards the basket or shooting some wild shot and doesn't pass doesn't play team ball um, but bowl, I mean you look at ball ball and you think hey somebody could do something with that gay <laughs> but but apparently not it's like his six team in three years or whatever but yeah
4: that, I think it, needs it would have
3: been a, really fun to see this starting lineup pep
4: talk. Of, I think it needs someone to inspire him motivate him you know ooh well right, gary veen life maybe
3: that's right sure <laughs> yeah. my big
2: question this year you should go garage selling the yeah. magic so i'm basically i'm fully bought in on Paolo and franz and Love the whole em. magic team i think they're really talented Fultz. Fultz, let's go false jalen suggs jonathan isaac is Oof. back cole anthony is a really nice backup point guard mm. wendell carter joe ingles gary harris S- supposed to be the trading cole deep. anthony yeah, the team is deep. It has talent. Has two young stars. Um, my question is basically: Is this the year that they pull it all together and is snag this the, the year seventh, for the magic? Is this the year they snag the seventh this or the eighth seed? The or are, are we they still going like
4: to get that magic or, in a bottle?
2: Are we still like two years away from that happening?
3: You know, you know what they should do is get Damian Lillard. Mm. Like a thought. Put Damian Lillard on this team with all these insane, tall people.
2: I mean, that's a playoff team for sure. I mean, hundred on this squad in place of Markel Fultz and Jalen Suggs. 100%. I, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I mean, you don't even have to get rid of both of those guys in order to get him, right? Like, you're giving yep. up Anthony Black and a bunch of draft
4: picks.
2: Yep. All right, we got one last team here in the Eastern Conference, and that is the Washington Wizards. Washington Monte Moore's trying to come off a screen, finding Cal Kuzma with a nice head fake, and he's going straight to the
1: right. Cal Kuzma introducing himself in the preseason.
4: Hey, my question for the Washington Wizards is, uh, again, who is on this team? I have not been following their offseason. Great question. Incredible Amazing question. question. Yeah. All
2: right, Whammy, give me your big question here for the Washington Wizards.
3: Yeah. Is this the third year leap for Denny Abdia? Love that. There you go.
2: <laughs> My big question here for the Wizards is, how many points per game will Jordan Poole average this year?
3: Oh, over well, like 26, 27.
2: Is it north or south of 24?
3: It's north. North. It's north of 24, right?
2: So, folks, to give you an idea, last year with Golden State, Jordan Poole averaged 20 points per game and played 30 minutes a night. And he played all 82 games. On a team
3: where he had a lot of competition.
2: Yeah, on a good team, a good playoff team, a team that was like, you are not allowed to fuck around and just do whatever you want. Nope. He is on the opposite of that team this year. So they're like, hey, man, yeah, we're paying you a lot of money. So just make sure. Time to jump into the pool. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think he. This is guy. He's going to average 25, 26 points a game. I think.
3: I think, yeah, I think. Yeah. he I mean, he could. He could lead the league in scoring. I mean, there's nobody else to have the ball there. And I, if you're in the D.C. area, go buy some swim trunks because you're going to be jumping in the pool all winter. Jeez, uh, Louise, you better uh, get yourself love swimming. a snorkel and some flippers because yep. this guy's going to have the ball. You
4: can listen to switch
1: which wish I could have done